Welcome to Revelation Warning, a weekly podcast hosted by Pastor Robert Thibodeau as he interviews prophecy experts from around the world as we discuss current events in relation to Bible prophecy. All of this is to give the world a final Revelation Warning. Now, here is your host with this week's guest, Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. I guess today is a frequent guest on our podcast program, so I always look forward to Dr. Richard Ruling's appearances as his knowledge on a variety of topics always speaks directly to things that we see happening all around us, you know, from the COVID virus to eating healthy instead of taking toxic medications, from signs of the times to warnings from the Bible. Dr. Ruling has proven himself over the years to be an expert that we can turn to for a wealth of information. Dr. Ruling, it is so good to have you back on the program today to discuss what we believe to be some major events that are about to unfold in the Middle East. It's great to be with you, Robert. It's a privilege. Uh, I really esteem your ministry and pray that your uh, listeners everywhere will be blessed by you on a regular basis. Uh, uh, We're living in the last days, and if we do it right, uh, high destiny for us. We want to serve the Lord. He deserves more from us than we're we're currently giving, and we look forward to what is going to come. Thanks. Amen. Amen. Well, let's start with this. Did you see recently where President Erdogan of Turkey, he's appealed to 57 different Muslim nations, basically to lay siege to Israel, which goes along with the Bible confirming Zechariah's last chapter when the end time day of the Lord comes. You know, scripture says that houses will be rifled, women raped, Jerusalem's taken with half the city going into captivity. Now, you speculate that they're going to celebrate their mosque's inscription that Allah has no son when... Well, in our opinion, the Lord shall roar from Jerusalem, and heaven and earth shall be shaken. That's from Joel 3.16. Why do you think this is going to happen soon? Well, uh, (laughs) coming events cast their shadow before, and we're seeing lots of shadows for America. And uh, I believe that uh, specifically, real quick, uh, 2015 had half a dozen signs of a when-then nature. Like the sun will be darkened, moon turned to blood before the day of the Lord. But the word before means, uh, is in Hebrew, pani means face or facing the day of the Lord. Mm. So those signs, and it included uh, woe to women that are pregnant or have uh, give suck. Uh, it's a, a short-term thing. It's not like uh, 20 years ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids are grown by then. So I believe that uh, it's a seven-year warning like Joseph gave to Egypt when uh, he said there's going to be seven good years of plenty, and we've had plenty to eat for seven years. Mm -hmm. But uh, famine is coming and trouble, basically. And Erdogan's thing is recently that he's appealing for this prophetic picture from Zechariah. Yeah, exactly. Amen. And, you know, you mentioned the, the, you know, moon turned to blood and all that. But did you realize that— the day after our our elections here in the United States is also a blood moon. I mean, could yes, that be a I sign? did. As a matter of fact, <laughs> so yes, it's updating us, and it is impending. I believe next spring. Yeah, amen, amen. So, uh, why do you think judgment's coming to the Jews? I mean, didn't God give them Israel via the United Nations? I don't think so. <laughs> The United Nations is the image beast in Revelation 13, image of the papacy. God isn't working through that. The devil's working through that. 
And it uh, urged the zoos to move back uh, prematurely, actually, because God said in uh, Leviticus 26 chapter, four times he said, if you walk contrary to me, I'll punish you seven times over. And in Ezekiel 4th chapter, we see that he was, Ezekiel was asked to lie on his side 390 days each mm-hmm. day for a year that Israel was in apostasy. So you multiply seven times 390 years, and it's 2,730 um, Sennacherib took some captive in 722, so the math mm. is easy. 722 from 2730 mm. is 2008, but there was no zero year, so it's 2009. Mm. But in that year, the Pope Benedict goes to Jerusalem as a sign or a warning not to return. The early Christians understood Rome as being a sign to flee, and so when Rome came to Jerusalem under Cestius, they fled, and they were spared the siege by Titus. And I believe Jews, if they would count the sevens right, uh, and by the way, they failed in the the Daniel 9, 77s to Messiah. They didn't count them, mm. and they missed the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And it resulted in Jerusalem's destruction in uh, Daniel 9, 26. It was the next verse. After the Messiah in verse 25, Jerusalem is destroyed in verse 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't the Jews figure out that they missed it today, <laughs> except that they're so stuck on their Talmud and uh, rabbis and blah, blah. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, but they need to humble themselves and recognize they missed it and uh uh, everything shaping up is, but uh, uh, God is going to drive out those unbelieving Jews that have no interest in their spiritual heritage. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. rabbis say about 90% of Jerusalem or Israel. They, they, they're not, they just there for free land. They don't really right. care about what God is doing. Well, they're going to care pretty soon because yeah. <laughs> God's going to let the Muslims drive them out, you know, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And then it, we'll start over fresh. Amen. Yeah, I've seen uh, different commentators talk about, you know, something like 80% of the Jews are just, you know, well, kind of like what Christians are here in the United States. They're name only, uh, not, yes. not believers you know, in that. But amen. How does God bring judgment on the Muslims, though? Well, uh, they, you know, he's going to let them uh, do their thing. But I like um, Einstein's statement about um, uh God uh, preferring to remain anonymous. He he doesn't. Uh, an example I could give is when my my uh, youngest son was about five or six years of age, and I noticed um, mom uh, doing breakfast for us on, in bare feet on the kitchen floor. I said, "Honey, you ought to have some slippers on." A minute or two later, he comes running with the slippers, and nobody asked him to get them. It did my heart good. Mm-hmm. I could have said, "Hey, get mom's slippers, or I'm going to beat you," but right. that would give me no joy. Right. It gives me joy to see that he was incorporating our standards and, and appreciative of mom and all that. And that's what God is. He doesn't want to beat us. He's not here to prove himself. He could have proved himself so easy. Mm-hmm. But he wants us to have faith in him and trust him. Uh, and that's, you know, without Amen. faith, it's impossible to please God, it says in Hebrews eleven six. And so uh, I believe that God is not here to. And so he's going to act maybe just once with the earthquake when he roars from Jerusalem and that will sort everybody. The Muslims will flee. They'll know they don't belong there. The Jews will look back and say, uh, God is protecting us, but he drove us out because we weren't uh, somehow right. We better figure it out. And Christians, uh, for the Christians, it's a knock. It's the, yeah. He stands at the door and knocks, but the ancient church where he knocked ended in an earthquake. Mm-hmm. So uh, all three major groups, Christians, Jews, and Muslims, will be sorted by their response and uh, and mm. readiness for that event. So so how does the earthquake bring judgment to the Christians though? Well, 
the uh, uh, the we we like the idea in Revelation three twenty that Christ stands at the door and knocks. Gentle Jesus, he's always knocking there, always knocking. Well, uh, it, that's a good meaning, but it's also Revelation is how things end, and that church Laodicea. Me, uh, the actual meaning, laos, means people, and decia or decree, uh, judgment, people in a time of judgment. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're living in a time of judgment mm-hmm. right now. With uh, And the description of that church is uh, Western Christianity today. They think they're rich and increased with goods. We do. And uh, in need of nothing. Well, uh, we you know, but pretty soon when we don't get food, we will be in want like some of the other countries right now. Mm-hmm. And the, time, the tide is turning, I think, for... Uh, you know, if you don't have rain and the way they do agriculture, we could suffer loss. Truckers uh, not having gasoline to bring the products, whatever. Uh, there's uh, a dozen weak links in the chain, probably, of how we uh, God can humble us very easily. It's not hard for him to to get to this proud nation. So uh, I think uh, it will be a time of judgment when he knocks. Uh, that is the, the signal for the wedding in, in Luke um, 12:36. He, uh, it says, uh, be ready when I come and knock, that you open immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, immediately does not allow for, well, think about it, have a committee meeting, uh, decide <laughs> what you're going to do and all that. It's uh, We need to understand ahead of time how we're going to respond when he knocks, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it, it's um, in my opinion, uh, we should know, and I think we can know if we understand the wedding parables better, but uh, that wasn't necessarily the t- top topic on for today mm-hmm. but if we understand them uh the the promise in luke uh wedding parable is that he will make us ruler over all that he has or we can be beaten with stripes if we shrug it off mm. and uh, i'm a chicken i don't like stripes <laughs> <laughs> except maybe in a tie or something but anyway uh it's uh that's how i see it amen amen and matthew twenty four forty three talks about you know the good man if he'd known when you know the the thief was coming He'd have watched, so there's another reference to the watchman, uh, and not allowed us to be broken up by the thief. But how does that apply? I mean, isn't that one of the the texts that imply protection by watching? Yes, it is. Very good. I'm glad you asked. Uh, Actually, there are several texts that imply protection from watching. Christ said, if you do not watch, I'll come on you as a thief in Revelation 3.3. And uh, watching is translated from a Greek word, Gregorio, meaning to be awake. Mm-hmm. And pray, like like Christ has his disciples, watch with me. Couldn't you watch and pray? That was uh, mm-hmm. Matthew 26. Mm-hmm. And uh, But they, they went to sleep on him, and then they ran later, uh, no support in the trial, et cetera, like they could have been. Mm-hmm. So they failed him uh, worse than he, he – he didn't rake him over the coals for it. It was just, uh, uh, in retrospect, uh, he loved them, and he uh, um, um, is, has provided for all of our weaknesses, but uh, – if we don't do it best, uh, we may suffer as well as they did because they, they knew they had failed him. Amen. Amen. So so you're telling us that the earthquake that, that brings the judgment to the Jews and the Muslims is also a knock at the door, according to the, like the wedding parable. So that's something for Christians to look forward to is an earthquake in Jerusalem? I believe that's right. Mm. And I, I can uh, give you a further example from... Uh, Matthew 25, the parable of the ten virgins, when uh, uh, it says at midnight there was a cry made, the bridegroom comes. Well, the rule of first use, I was taught in a high school Bible class, um, uh, is that Christ is Alpha Omega, first and last. He's also the Word. He is consistent. 
And so if you go to where a word or phrase is first found, it often has meaning for end time. Mm. So the cry at midnight goes back to Egypt, when at midnight a cry went up from Egypt. Uh, uh, you know, the firstborn was slain in every household that didn't have blood on the doorpost. Mm -hmm. And so I believe it's a repeat of that kind of thing. If we aren't watching, we can be the good men, and, and pastors will be too. If they don't understand, you know, they think uh, uh, Passover's, uh, you don't need, they have, Christ said, beware the leaven of the Pharisees, because they, they've leavened the, he was speaking of their doctrine, not their crackers, really. Right. <laughs> uh, we think of unleavened bread as a, a way for a, a communion, but really he it typifies it's uh, it's about eating uh real bread of life not leaven made light uh, like cake you can swallow without chewing he wants us to chew his scriptures and understand it and he has a time appointed for judgment in in Exodus 12:12 12, 12, he said i will execute judgment that's the time when judgment and that earthquake is going to do judgment on the i believe as the days of noah it will it will uh, be many many people uh with serious loss or death, uh, their house broken maybe or what, uh, God will decide uh, on how much and how bad. But uh, for those of us that understand to prepare, we should be watching and praying on the eve of, in in my opinion, uh, Passover was the time of judgment. And we don't have to kill lambs like the Jews did. We can celebrate with communion, like Christ instituted communion in his place with the bread. And the, he said, this is my body. This is my blood. And so uh, we can do that, um, and, and Israelites did that at, at, in their homes. They didn't have a big meeting place right. at church mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah. And I believe we can. I have invited neighbors at times uh, for for this to to and enjoyed a close fellowship with them as as Christians to uh, uh, do that and pray. And for me, uh, let me just share this with you. The disciples went to sleep, but I've discovered that uh, if we, you know. Uh, when I was in college, and uh, the the guy that drove the bus could drive to Florida all the way from Washington D.C. without sleeping by eating one peanut at a time. Eating is stimulating, okay, to the to the senses and keeps you awake. Mm -hmm. Well, we can do that though, eating the lamb spiritually mm. by reading the closing chapters of Christ's life. We don't have to kill lamb and eat it, but we can have communion. But afterwards, uh, watch and pray. I think read a chapter, uh, you know, like. Uh, uh, the Last Supper, Gethsemane, uh, what Christ went through with, uh, with uh, the uh, Annas and Caiaphas and Pilate, uh, all that. Appreciate what he did. It's in that spirit that we are ready for anything. We would be ready to die because he died for us. Mm. And he took our beating. Why can't we do something, you know? Yeah. And, Lord, what can I do? And there's the knock at the door, the earthquake. Amen, amen. And you mentioned communion. I mean, you know, yeah, we don't need to, you know, have a— formal assembly to take communion and you know have the pastor pass it out to us or whatever we can do it husband wife right over our own kitchen table you know I mean, my wife yes. and i do it you know several times a year you know something's coming let's let's pray about this and then we take communion pray in agreement and and but this what we're talking about today though this soon coming judgment this isn't just about taking communion for protection right no, um, I think uh, we want to appreciate uh, our Lord for all that he is. And uh, I believe that uh, uh, if we understand that he has a plan and it's outlined in Scripture, and if we do it the best we know, times of ignorance, God winks, uh, you know, and he's been winking a lot. At, uh, you know, 
I once wanted to write an article on the winking God, but uh, it, it's because <laughs> we're so ignorant, you know, but times of judgment, it says we're supposed to repent because yeah. information will come. And I believe that um, I'm looking at information for quite a while that fits very well with different places together. And God has a plan. And it's it's not about uh, rich America. You know, right. really, we're like the head of gold in Daniel 2. And it, it, it's going to get ground to chaff and blown away uh, like in Daniel 2. Yeah. And I think that uh, we, we need to understand better. And uh, openness, open to his word is, is the key to that. Amen. Amen. You know, something that, you know, believers have been waiting for, or, you know, longing for, at least they say they are, is the wedding feast. Now, some people, though, are, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the, they basically scorn it, right? Why right. would the king's wedding feast be scorned by believers? I don't understand that. Well, it, it does sound surprising, but the clue, I think, is uh, hidden in the fact that um, uh, the wedding is at Passover time and the feast at Passover is unleavened bread. And who wants, uh, that's nothing special, you know, uh, uh, but, and if you understand that it, it, Christ's statement about beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, meaning doctrine, most Christians today are f already satisfied pretty well that Jesus is going to save me, Jesus is going to save me, and they're not too worried about how, okay, they just think it's a mystery. Well, I think we've got to understand the how more and do the things that he says, and uh, it's, that we need uh, unleavened bread, not leavened, made light with uh, by preachers who say you don't need to do this or that or the other. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, Christ said in uh, in the next chapter, by the way, this was Matthew sixteen twelve when he said, "Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees." In the next chapter, seventeen, verse eleven, he says, "Elias must come first and restore all things." Elijah is, has the role of of restoration, and we can be Elijahs, I think, for the end time. If we understand what I'm going to share now, uh, if you go to uh, the last book of the Old Testament in the last chapter, it's remember the law of Moses with statutes and judgments. Behold, I send you Elijah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Elijah comes in the context of Moses' law when the world has uh, got its own kingdoms. Kingdom means dominion of a king by laws. But we have made a mockery of God's laws, uh, allowing uh, a new definition of marriage. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, you, mm. by the Supreme Court in 2015, uh, I don't think so. You know, yeah. that's not supreme at all. God's exactly. God's definition of marriage is better than uh, what the Supreme Court thinks and what most of the world will agree with mm -hmm. and what the Pope is happy to forgive and say, well, that's the way God made you, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Right. And basically, people uh, will need to repent and say, God, help me. Give me a new heart. Help me to live well, according to you. Uh, just like an alcoholic, maybe an alcoholic all his life, but he doesn't practice by drinking anymore. He he learns to live without the alcohol, even though in his heart he knows he's an alcoholic. And God, give me a new heart. Oh, yeah. And the uh, new covenant promise in, in Jeremiah 31 and in Ezekiel 36 is end time stuff for us. Uh, God is going to do that for us if we uh, meet the conditions in those chapters. I don't need to go there now because really this unleavened bread are topics that I see like the statutes and the judgments. If you go to Ezekiel 20, you find that they are have a sevenfold emphasis where they're linked to Sabbath. Mm. Statutes, judgments, Sabbath, statutes, judgments, Sabbath. Seven times from verses 11 to 24, 
is talking about uh, a, a sign of God's people. And I, I believe that Revelation is a book of sevens, too. Seven mm-hmm. churches, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven yeah. thunders. Uh, seven is a mark of God's signature on end-time stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we want to know those things that have the sevens. And I'll give you an example specifically that I haven't mentioned yet, and that is that uh, um, in the the first trumpet, uh, I'm sorry, first seal, Revelation 6-1, John hears thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. Well, the thunder is linked to God's name. In John 12th chapter, uh, Christ mm-hmm. prays, Father, glorify your name, and the people standing around thought it thundered. Right. And again, in Revelation 14, 1, that's 144,000 that have the Father's name in their forehead, and uh, there are thunderings in the next chapter. I mean, in the next verse, uh, uh, verse 2. And my point is that, that um, uh, name and thunder are linked together, Amen. and uh, if we're going to have a wedding, you know, the bride has to take the name of, uh, of, of you know, uh, we want to marry Christ. Well, he said, I came in my Father's name. We need to know the Father's name, who he is. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the name, and that's, by the way, the, the mark of identity that's more than anything else is who is this person? What is his name? You know. Yeah. Uh, but if we, if we don't have the name, uh, Lord God the Pope might do. You know, that's mm-hmm. an official title of, of the Pope. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think so for me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, right. but, <laughs> so I just say uh, we need the name. We need... Uh, uh, those topics that have a sevenfold emphasis, and I'm uh, this is where uh, we're we're ending maybe today with a look forward to future discussions where we will look at at what a God's name is, uh, what uh, the statutes are, what a covenant is. I believe we have to make a deal with God uh, to be His bride in a sense. Uh, you know, God made a covenant at Sinai. Uh, and the, and Israel said, "Oh, we'll do it. We'll do it." Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they were worshiping a calf forty days yeah. later, and yeah. and so uh, that that can't happen to Christ. We we need something better. Yeah, amen, amen. You know, you talk about you know getting married and stuff. I used this in a, a sermon one time when I was preaching. I said, you know, we're talking about the unity with Christ and the marriage supper and all. I said, in our wedding, my wife took my name. You know, when we were joined together, she became Mrs. Robert Thibodeau and right. you know, that's how she's addressed now. And you know, she, her identity has changed and she has become one with me and that's how Amen. we are with Christ. You know? Beautiful. Amen. So we take his name, praise the Lord. Well, Dr. Really, it's been so interesting. Can you summarize all this for us? So it's not so disjointed as we get ready to close. Okay. Uh, in a simple thing, I think one example is worth many uh, t- uh, paragraphs to explain, but uh, Egypt is a model for us. Paul gives it to us. He said, I would not have you ignorant how that our fathers passed through the sea. All those things happened for examples for us at the end of the world. And Egypt was two things. It was judgment on Egypt and a traveling to Sinai where they made a covenant and became his kingdom and bride. The covenant also made them bride. And so to summarize, uh, we're coming to a time of judgment, but high destiny if we're ready and we can uh, be the bride as well by making an intelligent covenant. And we can do so if we understand the unleavened bread. Uh, uh, There are things that we need to know that we haven't maybe considered before, but they have a sevenfold emphasis in the Bible. And Lord, show us uh, your way is fair. It's uh, you're not asking us to do. uh, It would have been unfair for Christ to say, watch and pray. If he didn't give us clues, for example, mm-hmm. because watch means be awake and we can't be awake every night. But Passover, one night a year, 
yeah, we could do that. You know, and, and so we can talk about this another time later. But anyway, that's my summary is Egypt as a model. Uh, judgment is coming on America like Egypt because uh, Egypt threw babies in the river. We've thrown 63 million in the trash. Egypt enslaved people. We've enslaved people in uh, substances like alcohol, tobacco, mm -hmm. drugs, and even medical care is a form of bondage. Mm -hmm. But uh, God is going to liberate us, those that want to be, if we uh, get it right. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I believe that the clues point to next spring. Mm. Amen. Talk about the spring of 2023. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Do Do you have this information in one of your books or something? How How can our listeners, you know, get more information on this very important topic? Thank you for asking. Uh, God bless you. Actually, uh, I I won't bother to mention because by the time this is um, prepared, it will be too late. Today Today is a, a, a free book on life, health, happiness, and destiny. But I'll mention the others that are also available. Um, <clears throat> From lockdown to knockdown, the fall of America. Uh, is a book that a lot of people have found interesting because America is going down. And if you go to Amazon and uh, select books and type in my name, Richard Ruling, the last name is spelled with an H, R-U-H-L-I-N-G, Ruling, you can see my books and think of the one on uh, lockdown to knockdown. Or maybe the one on the earthquake, which is the knock, might be even more interesting or short, uh, your choice. But uh, they're not expensive, especially if you get the Kindle version, because I like Kindle. They, they give you free a, an app that can go on a phone or a PC. Uh, I have it on my laptop, so I can get cheaper books. I don't have to pay for postage and uh, paper and ink and all that. It's just, uh, you know, and, and my book is inexpensive. It's, it's less than the cost of a meal if you went to eat out somewhere, mm -hmm. maybe. So uh, anyway, uh, the, the two books are uh, Megaquake 2023. Mm -hmm. And from lockdown to knockdown, the fall of America would be maybe uh, the best two that I can think of right now that uh, help on these topics. Amen. And uh, I would say the la the last one is easier, shorter read, and uh, you'll be uh, maybe prepared for the earthquake better if you go that one. And and uh, we can talk about another book later another time, but Amen. you've been great. I love you, brother. Uh, you're a true believer, in my opinion, and uh, appreciate the liberty to share opinions that might not be mainstream, but uh, I believe we have to go by the word and not by what's easy to say Amen. on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. You know, I say that all the time, you know, you may not enjoy what I'm preaching, but my job's not to make you happy. My job's to tell you the truth. That's it. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'll put links to all this down to show those below doc folks. Right. There is no doubt about the day and time in which we live. The only question is when, and although we may not be able to give a definitive answer, we definitely know it's close. Amen. I urge you. Well, yes. And also, one, one last thing, and that is that uh, when you see Muslims surround Jerusalem, you'll know that what we've talked about is right on target, because God is going to roar from Jerusalem when, yeah. after they do that. And uh, we'll talk about the specifics later. Yeah, Thank you. Amen. Amen. I urge you to get in touch, folks, with Dr. Ruling. He, he's releasing this great book as well as his previous books on the topic. And I urge you to get in touch with him right now today. Just drop down to the show notes, click the links right there, order his books. Praise God. Dr. Ruling, is there an email or a website that you can also go to? Um, I have uh, an email, Ruling7, uh, that's R-U-H-L-I-N-G-7 at Juno, J-U-N-O dot com. If they have questions regarding a book or something, or maybe they didn't understand. I don't want to get everybody emailing me, but uh, right. if you got it, I, I'm, I'm available and will help and answer as best I'm able. I'm, I'm usually not overwhelmed. So 
thank you very much for the interest and uh, uh, a website uh, on the earthquake. Uh, I have one. Uh, the bridegroom comes. The bridegroom comes. Dot wordpress. Dot com. Uh, they can read more information on that too, as well. There. But anyway, Amen. that's it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So I'll put links all that down below, folks. Get Dr. Ruley's books. I mean, these are great books, and they will bless you. Amen. Praise God. Begin to educate yourself and your loved ones about what's going on in the world right now and how it all relates to the Bible and prophetic times. And praise God for the day and time in which we live. I mean, out of all human existence on this planet, we're the ones who've been blessed with seeing these things come to pass and to usher in the soon return of our King. Praise God. Dr. Ruley, thank you again for taking the time to come on the program today. You have been listening to, to Revelation episode. Warning with Pastor God Robert bless you, Timber Robert. Thank you and for his call. guest expert on Bible Folks, prophecy as it relates today, to current events. This podcast is not designed to invoke fear, but concern. Help us to make everyone aware that the soon return of Jesus is close at hand by clicking the like, subscribe, and then share buttons below. Share this episode with your loved ones, friends, and co-workers. For more information on our ministry, please visit podcasterforchrist.com. And be sure to come back next week for another episode of Revelation Warning.